Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. Well, this guest that you're about to hear again was someone that we desperately wanted on and planned to have on for months. In- Sorry, can I just cut in? What? If I'm going to give you, if I'm going to pass on the baton to uh, give you the chance to do the introduction, at least bloody introduce yourself and me, thank you. Oh, do you really need any introduction, darling? Well, I don't, but please indulge me. Right. Hi, and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Lenny, and I'm here with my fabulous daughter, who has just been nominated for her second Mercury Prize. Of course, for the fantastic That Feels Good album. I really appreciate that introduction, Mum. I think you went a little bit too far, so I feel like maybe rein in the pushy Jewish mother um, if you're going to do it for the next episode. Okay. And um, what is it? Is it Table Manners or is it Table Manners Second Helpings, Mum? Come on. This is a second helping of the most fabulous guest, someone we longed for and planned for for months. And it involved your brother as well doing most of the cooking. It is the goddess that is Nigella Lawson. Yes, Nigella Lawson came on back in season four. It was at Lenny's and we were so excited to have Nigella. She was on our wish list since the beginning. Mum was so nervous about cooking that she... That I didn't cook. Well, I did. Alex did the prep and I did the cooking. Alex was sous chef. Yeah. And you were head chef. I was head chef. Alex made two custard and blackberry tarts. Yep. You ate one of them. I ate one of them before just to check that the one that didn't look so good, it it was quite delicious. And mum made, well, mum created the menu of, it was pistachio crust rack of lamb. Yes. It was really good. With cocoa beans. Oh, yeah. And rainbow chard. So... This is Nigella Lawson talking about her favourite places, Greece, Greek food, her mum's chicken soup recipe, midnight snacks, and being a fussy eater as a child. Go and enjoy it. This is uh, Nigella Lawson on Table Manners, Second Helpings. We have... Are you sick of being called a goddess? Or does it ever get... Does it get boring? Um, It's hard to get boring, but I feel, you know, fraudulent because I so... Not. Oh, I shush. Am so not a goddess. You absolutely are. We have the goddess that is Nigella Lawson <laughs> at my mum's house. Thank you so much for being on table. Well, it's, it's so nice to be here. Um, Thanks for coming. Now, so, okay, you kindly brought a candle. Yes. As, like, 
so Alex, because my, my mum basically, we were like searing the lamb. We're having mm. lamb tonight. And we were searing the lamb before. Mum's like, it smells like a bloody kebab house. Nothing and wrong in that. Nothing wrong. But she, and then mum's like going to light a candle. And Alex said, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't, can't do have that. a scented candle if you're going to eat food. No, I think that's right. Okay, not fine. in the kitchen. He knew. So we've, we've got, we've not, got... not around food. But yeah. I think you could... If you wanted one, say, over there. But I think not around food, because no. you just wanted to smell the food. You're right. So I'm quite happy. That but I've got, an open, I've got an open... It doesn't smell like a kebab shop, but um, I, I've got an open plan, sort of one big room. So I do have scented candles in there, but they tend not... To, you know what I mean? They don't waft far enough no. to where yeah. I'm going to eat. What have you been doing today? Well, I got back from Greece last night, and I have been doing all the things that pile up I mean I wasn't away that long so like one week but all the things that pile up and I even managed some writing it's funny that you brought up Greece because we go to Greece every year yeah and mum was saying about how huge you are in Greece you're massive were you there just on holiday well sort of I went um to a wedding first and then I've got a friend who um comes from Mykonos Oh, nice. Were you in Mykonos? So I was in Mykonos too, but I wasn't doing any of the things that people do in Mykonos because I was just sitting, you know, on his veranda, oh, speaking nice. to his sisters, doing things, meeting his friends there. And I kept, and every, I kept, they kept making plans to go out and I just said, oh, I just can't. What, just I went a bit. It? I'm, you know, I just, I felt like, I, I don't know, I'm not really someone who wants to go dancing, dancing before in the morning. yeah. So Although I did do a lot of that for the wedding. Did you eat good food there? Because I hear the Mykonos food's really good. They're it a bit did, more yes. fancy schmantz. Well, I did eat good food, but also because I was, you know, you eat the best food in people's houses. And so I ate at people's houses because I was with... I mean, Chefs? Friend, no, just people who oh, were, okay. you know, great. Um, no, when I was in Mykonos, you know, this friend of mine is a very good cook. And he lives in Mykonos. He's in London mostly, but, you know, goes back to Mykonos. And his friends are good cooks, and so it was us, you know, really great. Nice. Mm. And the pro- you can buy lovely tomato. Everything oh my, tastes the tomatoes, delicious. The cucumbers taste of cucumbers. The cucumber and the melons smell. And I had the most incredible capers that oh, have been slightly yes. fermented. Ooh. They'd just been put fresh in a plastic bottle with lots of salt until all the liquid, the salt and the capers all turn into liquid. And there's foment. Oh, so good. Do you think you'd be able to make them here, or would they just well, never? Well, we can't get fresh capers here. Right, okay. But there, you couldn't, they can pick them. I mean, it was, I think... But Chrysula's always got jars with things in the bottom, fruits or vegetables, with some sort of liquid mm. on the top. Well, you can do in that. Some. Yes, yeah. you can do that here, but, you know, you have to get the ingredients. Mm. But, you know, the Greeks are so wonderful and hospitable. I, you know, just you only have to talk to them. They start slicing a sausage, I know. putting some, a bit putting something. a bit of cheese on the table, unwrapping a little something. It's so nice. I didn't realise you were Jewish. Mm. So, and Mum's like, of course she is. But it's that similar thing, isn't <laughs> yes, it? It's it is. kind of like, is there a problem? Here's some chicken soup. Is there a problem? Have some <laughs> no, food. No, quite. But also that just putting things in front of yeah. you all the time, all, you know, and. Um, Lots of, you know, watching to make sure you are eating. <laughs> Not as much as my bedtime. Who, who is Jewish in your family? Well, all my family are, but we are not religious. But you're still, well, we, you know, we still yes. claim, like, you know, yeah. the Jews will still yes. happily, proudly talk about you and JC and, um, yeah, of course. <laughs> and claim you. And you eat chicken soup, of course. I do, certainly. Can obviously. we talk about 
Have you got any particular ingredient that you put in your chicken soup or is it just like no nonsense? Well, no, because I do change it a bit and I don't really... I do make chicken soup, but it isn't really quite chicken soup because I do it more as... Because of the, you know, as we do, you know, the way my mother did it, I do it's more, I call it my mother's braised chicken, because I always say it's part uh, braised and uh, part poached, and it's an act of devotion for us. My mother died very young. And so, really, what it is is that it's a whole chicken uh, cooked in a pot with carrots and leeks Mm -hmm. and, you know, lemon and whatever, whatever you want, and a lot of water. And so what you do afterwards is that you make a chicken... So you've got a chicken soup, but you, you've got whole bits of and meat. And you put bits of chicken in? Yes. So you don't have a boiling hen? Well, no, I don't. otherwise you can't eat that. No, it's I don't horrible. have a boiling hen. I do have a good, a good chicken. Good chicken. If I want to make just chicken soup, I use wings, not... Yeah. Because wings are the best, they flavour yeah. a lot. I buy a lot of wings. Oh, so I could, because I, I, mum goes to the effort of getting the boiling hen, which yes. I, she'll go to Stamford Hill. I did Hill the other day. That was good chicken that soup That's not too. bad. But mm. will you bother with the matzo balls or lokshan? Well, I don't, because I'm, I'm not used to it. Although yeah. I have to say when my son was little, he really did, because my mother-in-law used to make, you know, proper uh, matzo balls and that sort of thing. And... All those things, as they said, lots of things ending in luch. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, but I do like all that kind of food. When I'm in New York, I'll go somewhere that has proper chicken, chicken soup. soup yeah. Where's your favourite? I know this is a bit of an annoying question, but your favourite country to eat in? I don't know because I'm, I'm so fond of you know I can't you know, Italy. I could eat Italian food all the time, okay. and I lived there when I was young. So where did you so live? Uh, mostly in Florence, I was a chambermaid. It was in between school and university. God, you wouldn't mind having Nigella as your chambermaid, <laughs> would you? And and I, but I moved around a bit too. I went south a bit as well. But I, if I'm in Italy for any length of time, and I really love it, I'm just when I can, I just come back really longing for some Thai food mm. or a curry because I yeah, miss love heat. Curry. Yeah, you know, so I do miss heat. I I think see in a way I think you know. England, in London, where, which is really where I'm from, London, is a fantastic place to eat in because you can get, there's everyone everything. and you get everything. And it's, you, you know, from you know, really little places, you doesn't have, I don't mean the fancy places, mm. I'm not mad keen on that. So but London's a good place to eat. So, so where are your good favourite restaurant. restaurants? Oh, well, it's, you know, my favourite restaurants are a lot to do, I, I think, with habit and that. So yeah. I love the River Cafe because I've uh, been, yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I went there when my, Kids were little, you know, Sunday lunch, and there. So it's where I would go for a special occasion. Yeah. If it's you know, someone in the family's or one of my children's birthdays, you know, I will go there, and it's lovely, especially in summer when yeah. you can sit outside. So I love that. When Hannah graduated, we went there, didn't we? Yeah, and we had those lovely Bellinis with their oh, pink, yes. pink peaches yeah. that they'd yeah, grown outside. So, yeah. So and nice. it's just a good. You know, you're going to get a good meal. But also that the you know the, I know. Some of the people who work, you know, front of house, they've been there since I've been going there. I've been going there since the beginning. Um, it must be a great place to work. You know, then. so I, I remember, th- I went there 30 years ago, maybe 31 years ago. Yeah, I think I do. Or something, and, um, and they've been working there. So you feel that great sense of continuity, yeah. mm. and I like that. Mm. I mean, I do sometimes like going to a new place, but... My new favourite place really... is Spring. Yeah, that's. That I do love good. it. The foods, the skies are. Is and it's brilliant. such a pretty place yes. to eat. 
I don't really like going to restaurants a lot. I do more when I'm uh, abroad. Is it because you get recognised and it just feels a like... Bit. It, uh, it just makes it unpleasant because no, it kind of you feel like people are watching bit, how you're eating. Sometimes, not that I mind that, but a bit, but it's a bit that. Mm. But I also, I think sometimes it's a bit that I do cook quite a lot at home and I eat quite a lot at home. So when I go out, I tend to want something plainer. Whereas oh, when I'm... I see. So when I'm away... I'm not eating that much, you know, you, you, so then I'm, would, even then, even then though, I like quite plain things. Rovi's quite good. Have you been to Yotam's I'm new taking place? her for her no. birthday because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Okay, her for you've birthday. got to have the, the, the celeriac, yeah, the celeriac, celeriac shawarma. Yeah. And, um, the lobster crumpets with sesame. <gasps> We're going oh there for your gosh. birthday. Mom. Oh my God, it's so good. But when you say, so you, you enjoy cooking at home. Do you ever feel like it becomes like work? Because I, I you know, us doing this podcast, I mean, you know, my pleasure of, I mean, I know your pleasure has gone from doing, uh, you know, I mean, not that you ever enjoy cooking in the first place. Yeah, and then I made really you do odd. this fucking podcast. Yeah, it's really odd. Um, I think it's, it's more pressure because yes, it's, we, we it want is, to make it kind of special. But I think cooking for people you don't know is terrifying. Yeah. So if you're just talking about cooking for friends yeah. or a family or myself, well, that's fine. But I, you know, if I feel there are people that I don't know or I don't feel at ease in front of, I always think people are going to get so disappointed because they expect it to be really fancy, and it is really you know, roast chicken. But that's what I've always liked about your programme. It was always yeah. about, like, this like occasion, but it was just friends. It wasn't yes. supposed to be something fancy, over-fancy. So that's communal but eating. We, but we all sometimes feel, you know, exhausted. There are times when I feel I am just too exhausted to cook. However, once I'm actually pottering about in the kitchen, you know, stirring something, I, I decompress and I feel better. But I think that there are certain moods when you when it does all feel like too much, but actually, it's like so many things. You know, the, the thought of it um, looms so so much, and you have such dread. Yeah. But then when I you agree. do it, I like it. But I think that whenever it is too much, it's because I've tried. I've decided to do too much, and that's why I nearly always write my list and then read it again, and then cross half the things out because well, like, I've thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to do too much. You can manage with less. Yeah. You don't need all that much. I mean, I think that. There's a slight, I find it slightly difficult sometimes if I'm cooking and I have to remember what I'm doing when and then people sort of, you know, how they want to talk to you and they suddenly lounge in front of the stove and you're trying to get something or I forget. Yeah. yeah. But I think mostly it doesn't really matter and it's, it's as long as you kind of keep your calm. Calm. It's that, that's more important than whether things work or not. I mean, I, I am, you know, I do tend to be one of those people that says, oh, that should be more like this or that that's overcooked yeah. or that's undercooked, but I will only allow myself to do it once because I think otherwise it becomes a burden, a bit boring, on, a burden yeah. on other yeah, people. Yeah, they keep on saying, what are they meant to say? You, yeah. you know, so that's the wrong thing. Yeah. But I also feel that um, I some, you know, the, the clearing up, on the other hand, sometimes that, you know, sometimes I just think, oh God, I can't face that. Um, Does that make you decide, like, have, have you ever been like, you know what, I'd love to do that, but that is going to require so much clearing up, I can't be asked. I'm going to do a one potter. Well, I never do fancy things anyway, but it is just more that sometimes it's about this, which is that I've got some plates I really like, but they just don't fit in the dishwasher. <laughs> and, and you can't be asked to walk and, and it's just that thing of there are lots of people. But actually, again, when you do it, but I'm one of those people, see, I don't mind washing, I can't stand the putting away again. 
Yeah, I'm, it, I get that. But I have to say, though, but I don't particularly want people to help me clear up because I need no. to do it in my own time right. and yeah, my yeah, own yeah. pottering. And just leave it. And do yeah. it. But, but I, you know, I don't... Cooking as performance art has never interested me. Right. So it's, it's just got to taste... Uh, try and taste as good as possible. And it just, has, does, but also just, it does make you feel welcome. But also, yeah, the, one of the things that's quite good about being in Greece is you realise they don't make a distinction between whether something is made or bought. You know, if it's a lovely bit of cheese. For example, I'm going um, to a talk yeah. on Thursday and with a friend. And obviously, I can't really cook. I mean, I cook at some day before, and I'm in the studio all week. So I just said to her afterwards, oh, well, you know, let's come back and have smoked salmon at mine after. And that is really nice. So I think the thing is, it's nice. It's wonderful to eat with people and share food with people. And I don't think you have to fetishize whether it's... I don't feel I have to start, you know, chiseling you know, radishes into chrysanthemums to go with it. You know, I might make a salad as well and I might then feel a bit inspired to put different things in it at the same time. Yeah. But actually, I just want to know there's food there that we're not going to have too late at night. Mm. And, yes. You know, because I'm going to be up early the next morning. Oh, so I, I don't want to make a big deal of it. But do you, I mean, have there been any kind of brilliant mistakes you've made in when you've been kind of, because, you know, you've got, you're a chef, you know. You well, I'm not, though. That's the no, but that's a really, really big distinction. Yeah, really? It's a really big distinction. But how can you not be? Because she's not. Because I've never. Training. I have no, but I've never cooked for, in the in public, like having a restaurant. You've no, never had a restaurant. but even like when I do demos, I think, oh my god, please do I have to do a demo? Really? Because I mean, I don't. You've seen me on TV. I don't cut properly. You don't need to. But to I make think that's the charm. Good. Yeah, but that's not, you know, I'm not a chef. I'm not trained, and I speak to your time about it. I don't think it. He's not a chef. Go, Either. He's trained as a pastry chef, Is I think. Mm. But okay, would you call yourself a cook? Yes, but I'm. I, yeah, I call myself a home cook. Okay, God, you know, I wouldn't call but, you a home cook. Yeah, but a but home cook makes it you but, sound but, but, no, but that's, no, but that's like only, us. No, but that's only because <laughs> home cooks We're always, not, you know, talk themselves down. I think of myself predominantly as a food writer, to be honest, because it was writing about food that made me. Yeah, I wondered how language. you learned to cook. Because I learnt from such a young age because my mother believed in child labour. <laughs> and, of course, you know, in the olden days that people didn't worry about, you know, child safety. You know, so we had a very rickety sort of... Well, we had an old... It was called something like New World Gas Range. Oh, yeah, New World. And, um, you know, we'd, she'd put a rickety chair, and she, me and my sister, we'd be standing on the chair stirring things and just getting things on. So we weren't doing it as amusement. You know, now, you know... You, so you were helping kids. her? We were, yes, we had to help and do things properly. So the, for oh, me, the big challenge um, when I wrote my first book was learning how to weigh and measure. Mm. Because certain things, certain things I did weigh and measure for, but things like making a white sauce, you know, bechamel, I had no idea how to do it except by sight and feel. And then I had to... I think it's called reverse engineer. And I do that quite a lot. A lot of my recipes come because I just cook something and then I have to work out what I did. It's so tedious, that part, isn't it? Because it doesn't come naturally no. to me, but I've got a slightly obsessive streak, which comes in handy. What did you do at university? Medieval maths. and modern languages. No. Oh, no. no I'm at, maths not my strong point. I did medieval. manage to pass an O-level, but not... That's it. Medieval so, and modern bloody languages. Hell. So what languages do you speak? Oh, God, hardly any now. French... German and English. Oh, 
piss off, Nigella. No, no, I don't mean French German in English. I mean French German in Italian. Um, But I actually don't think I would be able to remember any German now. Although I did rather love it. And which medieval language? language, Well, all of them go, you know, going back. But mostly, you know, but mostly Italian, and you know, going from sort of medieval Latin, and also Provençal with the with the French people. But I mean, you don't. You just read it. You're not having to talk anything. How exciting. I like reading. I'm a reader. So I was going to do English, but then I thought, oh, I'll do languages because... What was the last book you read that you loved? I am reading at the moment a book that I am rather transfixed by called, I think it's called The Overstory. And it's... uh, it's, Oh, it's... I've heard about about trees, people and their connection to trees and it's... Isn't it on the book? It is, yes. Is she Australian? She's not the one that's terribly young. No, I think it's written by a man. I've... Okay, I yeah. can't remember his name, and I should, because I read it on the iPad. You don't have the book in front of you. Oh, God, really? I can't do it. It hurts my eyes doing the iPad. Well, I read with sniper's lenses at night, so I've got <laughs> lenses which are yellow, which block out the blue light. Ah. It's only because I, you know, when I go away, how many books can you take? And also, it's, mm. I'm a very bad sleeper, so if I read with... A, with a book with a light on, it's going to keep me awake longer than reading with my iPad and my sniper's glasses. So that's where you read in bed, or anywhere. But oh, yes, you read a lot. But mostly, I do. But How mostly. many books a, a month would you read? Well, it's difficult to say because it depends what I'm doing. You know, because if I'm out a lot. Okay, when but if you're I'm really probably, busy, I would probably read one or two books a week oh my god no but i don't do other I'm a things disgrace. no it's not about you good go or bad cinema? well i do sometimes i mean i do sometimes but it's not about so it's like you're you, you're a, you're reading i don't watch tv a lot you see there's so much i do TV sometimes i know there is and i do watch some but i do feel i need a certain amount of quiet so that i can only do noise for so long i need to learn to so but that. that but you see my idea of you know, a really great evening is going to bed very early. You know, no wonder I don't see because they always say you mustn't go to bed really early and just read for hours. Why? And if I'm not doing anything at the weekend, I get up, have tea out there, I might do some, you know, yoga class or something like that, and then I go back to bed with a book and lots. Of it, and that's what I do in the daytime. See, you're a bit, you're a bit of an insomniac, or you mm. bad, you're a bad sleeper. Well, I am an insomniac, but. Um, I try and live with it, and I try and do things about it. I mean, I, I'm kind of with you on the thing of going to bed. I love it. Early Jessie, dinner. But they always insomnia. say... I'm not an insomniac. Jessie could insomnia. sleep standing No, up. but you see, they always say... And I'm, every time I've seen anyone about my bad sleep, they always say, you must go to bed much later, and you mustn't lie down and read in bed. Why? I because that... you're meant to um, just go there for sleep and give yourself a shorter window. And But if I go to bed late, I worry, because I wake up early, I worry about how little sleep I'm going to get. Oh. But I think this is a, a function of having children. I think you never, you ever never lose. Yeah. You never lose that thing of yeah. working out backwards how much sleep. Yeah. You know, when you, you stay out longer than you mean, you think, and you, just, you go, you always try and yeah. count how I many know. hours sleep. If I actually get to sleep when I get home, how many hours oh sleep God, maximum am I going to get? And you never quite recover from and that. And then you stress out about it so much, I you know, stop I know, I know, I know. I'm, and, and I always get worried about, oh, I'm going to get... To, be tired when I do that and I'm not going to get enough sleep which is a really mad way of thinking about it but I don't I think it leaves a it leaves a scar yeah no I I completely agree with you (laughs) I mean you know I mean so because actually my brother because my brother really is a big fan and that's kind of why he had to leave the room um (laughs) 
and but he wanted to know like mm. you know because you talk about going down for like a midnight feat like you've well I do that, that in TV more that, than I do I mean I try is not to is that an to. actual thing well I try not Still, to um, I try not, not to. to I only really do that if I've been drinking at all because I'm not very good at alcohol so any I mean in the do sense do you not drink yeah I do but not very often I mean I did you know quite a lot in Greece I have to say but what I mean is is that so if I come back from having a, if I have two, two even two glasses of wine you're what, good what, to what go with snacks no but you know the it makes my blood sugar go my, up and then I need to have lots of food afterwards so I often will go out for dinner and if I have wine I have to eat something when I get back so when you go out for dinner do you drink wine then I do sometimes I try and drink but not wine always people. not always sometimes I just can't face it have you never liked it very much yes but I've never been a big drinker okay it's like you really um but I do like it but I'm a bit I mean I do try to because I think sometimes if you don't drink you're it's like after the first hour of a party, you're in a different room than everyone else, and mm. that can be quite difficult. I mean, I, I feel that um, I'm quite an anxious person, and drink can really exacerbate that anxiety. So I, Or I, the other way, you know, depends. Well, well I think at first do it doesn't. It gets rid of it yeah. at first, and then but, then uh, but then afterwards, you do, that horrible, you know, tight feeling of, you know, worry... And just generally just not feeling quite right. King's Lemis always said there are two um, hangovers, the physical hangover and the metaphysical hangover, and yeah. the metaphysical hangover was worse. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yes, true. Wondering what you said the night before. But it isn't even that, it's just that, I mean, I don't mean that much drinking, it's just it does something to me. But I think maybe it's an age thing too, after a certain age you don't... Well, the hangovers you get worse no, as well. You not don't deal me. with wine <laughs> as well. You have, you know what it is, it's being what? out of practice. So... <laughs> Um, I so last year, training last so year fine. I went into That's training it. a bit because I was went to Italy for three days, and so the two weeks before that, I started having a glass of wine a bit each week to go into training to get myself used to it. I love that. I this is actually quite selfish of me. I've got my best mate's hen coming up, and I've mm. decided we've got this beautiful house in Canberra Sands that it's kind of it's like this Scandinavian, like beautiful. We've basically yeah. put all the fucking budget in the house, yeah. which means that I'm kind of stumped with maybe trying to be quite genius about what brunch we're going to do. Yes. What would be your best go-to brunch thing for 12 people that's kind of feels like I can feel like I'm slightly effortless? I was thinking kedgeri. Yeah, I think that's a good it's thing. Quite good, it is. If you've got big enough pots, I've got a quite an easy recipe too that I do quite a bit in the oven. It's I, I call it my Asian flavored one, and oh, it's yeah. made with salmon. It's not traditional. No, and it's got fine. lime and coriander and that sort of so thing. So it doesn't have smoked haddock in it. No, it's not at all like that. I just, but you know, I, but kedgeri is great. Or you can do one of those things. I think they call them a strata in. Um, American. I've got I've got a croque monsieur bake. Yeah. Which is so so really you're doing like a savoury bread and butter pudding. Ooh, so that's delicious. I've got so you I've got brown bread. Yeah. Uh, plastic brown bread. Yeah. You know because you know the thin. Um, like sliced with, kind of. Yes. Not with, fancy. With um, you could use any. Okay. Um, and I make sort of de- I make um, cheese and ham sandwiches i think mm. it's gruyere and ham with um some dijon mustard and then you beat eggs and you can put that in the fridge the night before and you put eggs and milk in it and then you let it soak in and then you just put it in the oven in the morning that sounds good like eggy bread 
That's well, it is, but it's like a pudding. It's in yeah. a dish. It's in a casserole. Oh, yeah. Do you know what would be quite nice? Well, um, To do like a Chinese congee. You know, if you had a slow cooker. Oh, what, like the rice? Yes, that porridge. ricey soup mm, with chicken stock. But not everyone likes that. I know. I feel like that could be I'd a bit quite, like Marmite. I'd quite like rice pudding and jam, wouldn't you? If In the morning? I wouldn't mind. Actually, I don't... You see, I... Do you know the funny thing is... Breakfast yeah. is the only time I actually have to make myself eat rather than... Oh, really? And so because of that, I have the same thing every day, more or less. And what you is have it? porridge? No, I don't. I, you know, I don't understand. Porridge just makes me starving. You know how everyone says it yeah, fills you up? It makes me completely starving. Me too. I mean, I love it. Porridge with golden syrup. And they delicious. say it's got this slow-release energy. No, I'm still waiting for it. For me, not at all. No, I have poached egg on toast. We do. Too. Do you add Marmite? I don't, I sometimes do, but, you know, I'm a traitor to my people because I like Vegemite. Oh, you <gasps> get out. Huh? I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> How can you? Because Marmite isn't what it used to be. What? It is it right? Change? Yes, I do. I feel it's la- it, doesn't, it lacks the bass note now. It's all squeaky and high. Oh, Although, where's the bass note in Vegemite? I don't know, because it's matte rather than shiny. It's a bit more bass note-y. Oh. Um, but I do... Um, there was one that Marmite they brought out some time ago that was XO or XS or something like that, and what? that was delicious, and it tasted more like... Like meaty. Um, yeah, it tasted more oh, the, like the, that strong, rich flavour. Oh, God, I didn't even know about the I don't, XL well, that's, that's, Marmite I still love one. Marmite. Yeah. Anyway, so you, it absolutely has to be done. Poached so egg, I do. so you have poached egg on toast. Yes, I do. Just po- I, used to have, um, I used to have boiled egg on toast, but since I taught myself how to poach an egg... Very late in the day. Tell us how you do yours. So, okay. okay. Well, if I'm doing it for fancy, like yeah. people coming, I first crack the egg Clean over film. a tea strainer into cup to get rid of. Because well, a French chef told me this is that the, the point about eggs is that the older they are, if they're not really fresh. The older they are, the some of that that the white turns watery, and that's yeah, what does. makes all the strands. Okay. But when I what I do when it's just me at home or mm-hmm. you know the kids. I crack the egg into a little cup yeah. and I pour lemon juice or vinegar just on the white and leave it there while the water heats up and everything. And then when I... So I don't get the water boiling. It's just nearly bubbling, very, very low. And then I tip the egg in and I leave the watery bit that stayed in the bottom of the cup in the cups. Oh, okay. And then so it's, more, it's a bit more solid. As I say, I strain it if I want it perfect. And everything, I've never, and then I leave it, and I leave it on very low. Sometimes, if it's only got one egg, you can turn it off and leave it for three to four, four minutes, yeah. um, just in the turned off water. Yeah. But I, but if there's any more than one egg, I think you have to have it very low. But I have it so low that I often forget to turn it off altogether. Anyway, so I leave that in, and I take it out with a slotted spoon, pat it on a bit of a kitchen towel, and then I put it on my toast. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Is the food ready? Do I need to turn on the celeriac? The Mum wanted the to drizzle the truffle oil on in front of you. Okay, celeriac. So, how did you do? How did you do the celeriac? I just boiled it and put. Lots I of find peeling celeriac and cutting it so hard. I, you know what? And this, I, it's so difficult. Have you ever tried Yotam's whole baked no. celeriac? It's about three hours. I haven't, but I keep meaning to because I I find it impossible to peel and cut. We've done rack of lamb with a pistachio crust, and it's just sitting there, so I'm going to cut it. So what was the kind of most memorable dish from your childhood that your well, mum you used know, to make? Well, do you know what? I really, really hated meals as a child. And whenever people come to me and they say, oh, my, my child doesn't eat, I will say, listen, I, you know, I... I did later, but I never did as a child. I didn't like it at all. You didn't like the sitting down. You didn't. I like don't the... know because I didn't like. Um, I don't. I don't remember enjoying the eating either. But it was. I was brought up in a very strict way, so you were given your food and you had to stay at the table until you finished it. And if you didn't finish it, the plate was given to you cold at the next meal. And that was actually even old. That was actually old fashioned even when I was a child. Um, and so. I didn't like that, but I liked um, I liked quite strange things as well. I loved spinach, which I still do. I adored spinach, a lot of spinach with butter, my idea. Yeah. So that was what you were having when you were young? When I went to my grandmother's, so okay. I, you know, and she would you know, let me have what I wanted. So if I wanted a big bowl of spinach, I could have that. And, um, <laughs> uh, but, and I, used to go, I used to go to Panzer's with her. She lived in Cavendish Avenue. And I used to go to Pan. Do you know Panzers? Yeah. Of course you do. Well, yeah. And it's, it's Circus Road. Circus it? Road near St John's Wood. Well, yeah. And um, so I'd go there and we'd buy things and we'd go to the butcher and we'd go home and make something. And I ate weird things like I, you know, I like brains and uh, brown butter. And I didn't. And I was so, you know, I was very, very young. I didn't realise it was actually brains from an animal. I just thought it was something brains. called brains. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, wow. Do you still like brains and butter? I do. Butter? I do like... I like... I had something in um, Greece called kokoretsi. Kokoretsi is fabulous. Oh, God, which is... It's, like, awful. It is all awful in a roll. And then the intestine on the outside, yeah. like, almost like intestinal crackling on the I outside. It's so delicious. If you were going for a bring-a-dish... Bring a dish to a friend's party... Oh, God, I'd be... It would make me <laughs> would so this stress nervous. you out? It would, actually, because I feel like I was being judged. But, but you, are, you probably... I mean... People expect something yeah. of you yeah. now, right? Baked pasta, I think, is quite a good thing. Baked pasta? Okay, so come on, tell me, like, just like that. a tray a tray bake. Well, yes, but I mean, I, so I might do a baked... I do one with mushrooms. I do a kind of, like, a bechamel and lots of mushrooms and stir them all in together. Or, but I do one to... When I, I suppose one of the things I do remember from when I was a yeah. child that my mother... Um, used to cook was leeks and white sauce oh, yeah. and I cook it in the same way so I don't like different so she would cook the leeks in water cut them into you know short logs cook the leeks yeah. in water and then mix that water with the milk to yeah. make the bechamel I put I put vermouth dry white vermouth because oh. I don't drink enough wine to have open bottles of wine yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. do wine that so I put a bit of you know I don't mean like the best you know a bit of martini yeah 
Bianco, and um, in with the water, yeah. not that much for the leeks, and I use that to make the sauce. And I use, and sometimes my daughter calls it pie insides because when I used to make pies, I used to put that Ooh, in. Yeah, lovely. But I sometimes I make that into a pasta bake. Oh, that with sounds cheese, nice. With cheese, and it's just leeks oh, and I cheese. Do that. And well, we're having the manicures on the oh, Saturday. Do you think you're ready to eat? Yes, I'm starting. Yeah. Um, okay, Always fine. ready. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? in kind of mad working mode at the moment, prom- promoting? Because well, How to Eat has been re-public... I mean, yes, you, yeah. I don't know. It, there's a re- it reissued. There's reissued. A, there's a sort of 20th anniversary. anniversary. So I'm doing a bit of that. Um, You've got a but book I've got tour. other... Yeah, I am. I'm going... I'm looking forward to that. I like you doing to this. Cut your rack, it's rack of lamb. Lovely. So, Fantastic. Um, from wonderful ginger beer. Yes, anything? I know this. So, how many would you like? That's unfair to us. And would you like? No, just I'd like four. four. Yeah, I can, that's yes. how much I would eat. Three and or four. You, and do you want me to cut them through, or will you cut them through? Will you cut them, please? Okay. Unless that's a nuisance. <laughs> Mum is being really different to how she usually presents. <laughs> yes, no, I know, I know it doesn't it's suit you. <laughs> um, but you've but got um, yeah, so it's which I'm liking. Well, it's a. Uh, Sort of a book tour, but it's really—it's not really going to be just about how to eat. I, I'm going to various theatres, yeah. but I'm looking forward to it because what's really nice—I've got such wonderful people yeah. um, interviewing me, yeah. and also so the second half—you know—it's the first half is sort of talking. So it's you know, in a way, as you know, when you interview people, it's where the questions go mm. and it's a conversation. But then what I really like is the second half is uh, questions from the audience, and that's always interesting because I. You, know, you, you never know what you're you never know but I never know when someone's interviewing me I don't ever want to be to ask told beforehand what you know you got to uh, you've got to answer in that moment it's actually really yeah I've, it's it's because otherwise to otherwise do. you start you know trying to think oh, what would be my answer you know but also to difficult. have different interviews I mean I've never, oh, yes. I've never done a book tour so I don't know yeah. how it is but I mean it's just and to choose such brilliant people no, like Dolly and who else have you got I've, interviewing oh, you? I've got uh, Diana Henry I've got Charlotte Mendelssohn, nice. a novelist. I've got. Um, well, did you choose sorry. these? Did you? Were you like? Mm. I quite like these. Yes, people. I was. I wanted people from different, you know, of different ages, different who written different sort of books, but people who are interested in food or writing. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Just so Yes, please, mum. That pink lamb is just Mom, perfect. That is cooked to perfection. That is Michelle so good. Michelle would be very impressed, mum. Mum, this is great. Oh my God, that's great. But the lamb is perfect. It is, it's just perfect. We we ask everybody. Yes, far away. Um, Last Supper. You see, that's such a difficult one. Okay, Desert Island Supper. No, 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 I'll tell you why. Because I feel there are so many things. I feel making choices and leaving things out is going to be so difficult. Okay, okay, okay. So first, I would have... Either guacamole, but the one I do without any tomatoes and not with red onions, but just spring onions, green chilies, lime, mm. salt, coriander, avocado, or I or rocamole, which I do, which is blue cheese and oh and blue cheese and uh, guacamole mixed. Mm. So it's got spring onions, sour cream, blue cheese, Nigerian and um, I won't have. I have one, and I think maybe. 
I'd have the rocamole. Go out with a bag. Um, and I'd have some incredible um, bread and butter and bread and olive oil, what every kind of, sort. What kind of incredible I think bread? I would have incredibly good French bread or English white loaf with butter and I'd have some extraordinary sourdough. Okay. With, um, I had some incredible sourdough from the Dusty Knuckle. Yeah, they're my friends. Are they? Yeah, they're, yeah they're, and funny enough. Um, oh my God, Becky's yeah. going to be so happy. And um, my God, it was so good. I had their the potato sourdough. sourdough. They're phenomenal. Oh my God, it was so good. Um, so I'd have that. Mm -hmm. And then I think I would have um, linguine with clams, <gasps> you know, with garlic parsley and a bit of chili no tomatoes anywhere white oh, wine no tomatoes no absolutely i forbid the tomatoes <laughs> um and then you see then you see it's difficult because you do get quite full up so i would want a proper roast chicken dinner but i oh, would also okay. like i love that that was a primmy a preemie oh yes well, but, but but okay. also you know it's your it's your last dinner you're gonna yeah. have to get in but i would also like you know a proper steak and chips with bernese sauce mm. As well. I think that could be a And I would like a fennel and lemon salad with or without maybe some very thinly shaved bits of pecorino. Very thinly cut raw fennel and lemon juice cleansing. I'd have peas. I do frozen peas, which I cook, you know, for a very long time. So they go grey and they're so delicious. Why? Because they just cook them with. Well, it depends. Sometimes I just do a bit of vermouth and mustard. Or sometimes I just do a bit of oil and butter and... So they Water. kind of look like those miserable peas that you get in the... They um, look like the French and bottled ones. No, because they're small. Because they're oh. pretty poor. They look like the French oh, okay, bottled ones. So um, I might have to have those too, but certainly... And then I think I would have um, some gorgonzola. Yeah. And then either like blackberries and cream or lemon meringue tart. Well, hopefully you're going to like the pudding then. Yeah. Which Alex made. It's, it's Bloody, yeah. a blackberry and custard tart. Fantastic. Yeah. With your recipe for the, the pastry. Oh, good. Yeah, he did it. Oh, and so um, nice. Well, that's actually the first time that we've done kind of a cook. And it, it's not meant to be sycophantic. It was just um, Alex yeah, is obsessed so nice. with this. Because we just received <coughs> your book. Yeah. All oh, right. I think that crust was very good, wasn't Everything it? Was it very was good. pistachio and mint. I love mint. So underused. Yeah. Do you think you have good table manners? Well, I think you do. I don't People know. shouldn't judge. I don't know, but you see, everyone... Um, I think, as in the rest of life, what manners really are is being considerate to other people. See, my mother brought, even though they were old-fashioned and strict in some ways, had these rather... She was quite quirky as well. So she used to say, don't ask stretch. Because you know, when you were little, you were told. Oh, really? That, she said it. There's not. She said it's very rude to interrupt people's conversation. So if people are talking, don't say, "Excuse me, can you pass potatoes?" Just get them. Oh no! You see, with the other way, I. I know, but the other way no, quite. Everyone was brought not up the, the other boarding way house reach. Yes, yeah. but everyone was brought up the other way around. But she said that. But I think that really manners are about being considerate to other people yeah i agree um i mean it is difficult there are certain people who you you really need not to be looking at when they eat and that's not pleasant oh, I, agree. <laughs> I think probably a lot of them are in my family but um <laughs> i don't think that i mean i think if you're when you see people sitting around a table and they're not being together that's yeah. quite a sad thing I think, so what would I, so I have certain rules I don't like, which I know that I don't like cross-contamination. So I can't bear it if I see someone putting, um, I have an, I, 
I have servings. I'm worried yes, and I don't them. like it. And if people use their yes, th- that, and if people use other spoons, and I don't like it if people put anything. A butter knife is a butter knife. I don't want people to be putting. Um, I agree. Jam or crumbs in the butter. I don't like that. I think that's perfectly reasonable. But I wouldn't tell someone else off. But I wouldn't tell someone else. I realised that that was because I was brought up very strictly about that. Mm. And so I have a thing about it. Why were they so strict, do you think? I don't know. This were. But was eating important in your family because well, food was the food definitely was, yes. and the appreciation of the food well, and the, yes, your mother's so. efforts because uh, because in i think in those days it was considered rather vulgar to talk about food whereas at home you know other people you know it was not considered the done thing whereas we were all we we're always talking about what we've eaten what we're going to eat other things we could be eating as we're eating but even when you know, but as I say, as a child, I wasn't so much like that. But I, as I grew older, like teenage, um, I did get much more interested in eating. And I think it's because I, and this is, I think it's because I like being in control of it. And I, in a way, I, I love being cooked for, but I can't imagine what it would be like not knowing what you're going to eat every day. Mm. But I knew every day what I was going to eat. No, but what I mean is, is that some people are cooked for always. Oh, I see what you mean. And they don't mind what they eat. Do you think um, that even applies to when people just basically eat out every night because then they know what they're going to... I mean... I don't... Yes. I, I, I couldn't do that. I feel like I need that control too. And I... It's not just that, but I... Yes, it's just... It, it panics me. If I'm, if I'm out and I don't see anything I want to eat, I get, I get a bit panicked. Oh, my God. Me too. You see, I think often as well with hunger is that I don't always experience hunger um, like in my tummy that I need to eat my mood goes yeah and I experience it as panic and despair rather more than um rather more than actually thinking oh I need to eat and every now and then I think oh maybe I need food I never forget though. no I never forget but <laughs> I never forget but sometimes if you're working you can't if I yeah. I feel you have to um and when I'm traveling sometimes I miss food and I get and it's really hard for me I get a bit hysterical when I'm not fed. I think we should have dessert. Oh, yeah, let's have dessert. Sorry, yes. Are you... You you were left in charge of what goes on top. It was creme fraiche, but it was supposed to be whipped creme fraiche, but we didn't whip it. We don't need it. We don't need creme fraiche with the custard tart. You don't think? I think you need the tartness. I'm going to have it, but... I'm going to take a picture. (laughs) I'm going to take a picture of Nigella taking a picture. I have to say, your pastry is very good, Nigella. Alex Alex has done a very good job. Mum's quiche dish, which is a bit deeper, got Mm. broken today. And Nigella said, don't use quiche dishes. Oh, yes, because ceramic, you say, makes it a soggy bottom. This is so good, isn't it? It's good. See, I I like the creme fraiche with it because it gives a little tartness. I can understand that, but I don't know. Well, okay, let me try it with as well. It's very good pastry recipe. Mm. But it's it's very crisp. It is, isn't it? Everything's I can taste good. the nutmeg and the um, mm. custard. So how did, um, and forgive me if you've talked about this so much, but how did you get into starting, because you were a journalist before you became Well, I was. A... So what I, I wrote about um, man, all manner of things. I started off in the literary side, in arts. And well, arts journalism and then literary, um, the literary pages. And then I wrote sort of being a columnist but I also at the same time did write a restaurant column from quite a young age but that was once every two weeks but the but the other stuff I did you know more, more days a week but 
Um, so, so you were a restaurant critic. Mm-hmm. How did you find that? Well, that was in the days when there weren't restaurant critics. March, they had I stopped, really? and I, they had been, but then they'd sort of stopped, and I started it again. That was uh, very then. clever. Uh, it was only, you know, but uh, I've, you know, in a way, it was quite interesting because I felt that my job was to sort of give an idea of the experience to mm. people. Mm. I mean, I didn't do that way it's done now often when it's a funny turn. Yeah. You know. But I think we've all become a nation of critics, don't you mm. think? Because of MasterChef and Bake Off. And Twitter. And, and, yes, and, and I think and, social media, because of social media, yeah. blogging and And talent so shows and X Factor. Yes. So we're all very critical of things. And I think that's what makes people nervous of cooking, because they almost yeah. feel they're going to be judged. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. How do we reverse that then? Don't know. Well, I think you just have to surround yourself by people you like, and then they're not judging. Would you like coffee or tea? Tea, maybe. Please. I've got some fresh mint. Yes, for tea. I'd love I'm that. Very happy. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. We've wanted you to be on this podcast since we thought of it. Oh, I'm so, so pleased. It's for... so nice. I mean, I couldn't be feel more at home or oh, happier than nice. you know. Good. So great. But no, this has been bucket list ticked. <laughs> oh God, I hope I haven't been a disappointment. Are you That's kidding? Worse. You've given You're me fab. all the ideas for my Hindu that I'm yeah. looking for, and you've been amazing. Darling, it's just as fabulous to listen to her now as it was then. She was a wonderful guest. And do you remember she wrote beautiful thank you cards? Yeah, she did. One to Alex in beautiful brown ink. Mm. It was such a privilege to have Nigella. Classy. Well, I'm going to go off and ping my microwave and you are going to not put a scented candle on while she cook. I'm not. Big faux pas. Thank you for listening to Table Manners Second Helpings and we will see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com